Hi, I'm Alan Enriquez, and this is Ray of Light. Join me as we pursue the power of why and add meaning to every waking moment with eagerness and light. Good evening everyone and welcome to another episode of Alan's Ray of Light. And I will take a pause uh, about Niyamas. And we were talking about Saucha or cleanliness um, before this. And I forgot the second term. But, but the second observation will be discussed on the next episode. For tonight, we will celebrate the World Mental Health Day and as uh, as a dedication to the World Mental Health Day I would like to share a bit of myself uh, about my mental health condition so last August of 2019 I was diagnosed clinically diagnosed as a person with anxiety and PTSD. PTSD stands for post-traumatic stress disorder. And anxiety is basically uh, an imbalance of serotonin um, production um, in the brain. And with that, it's either there's so much emotions and I have no control or I may have obsessively controlled my emotions. So that is the clinical term for anxiety. The mental health Um, is defined as the coping mechanism of how a person or an individual would live um, throughout each day um, for a given situation, for a given thing, for a given um, perhaps a person or a place, whatever that may trigger an emotion. So it is how Uh, an individual would cope or would react so that is the discussion about mental health now for just a quick um, review on why did I decide to check in or check myself in at uh, Philippine mental health so my friend and I were we had a retreat um, in La Union that May of 2019 and during that retreat um, we were having that open forum and we discussed about our feelings and why um, why are emotions valid and some others Some others have 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 shared that they are 
um, diagnosed as bipolar and already treated or at least um, currently um, under treatment and some of them shared um, their their turn of, of, of depression and anxiety and I was I was intrigued and caught myself thinking maybe it's about time that I acknowledge um, that feeling that I have repressed for so long. So, it all started when the, the, the question was, am I clinically considered um, suffering anxiety or depression or whatever it is? maybe multiple personality disorder because um, there has been times uh, there had been times that whenever they are sharing I've been crying too much that I couldn't stop crying I couldn't stop um, feeling too much and I was a little bit disturbed because I feel like I'm getting the attention already and it was supposed to be the turn of a student but what I did was I I got the attention of the group and I was honestly I was ashamed of it because it felt like unprofessional uh, the, um, to, to my part because I was part of the, the faculty back then and my role there was just to um, be part of the facilitators and when it's my turn to share I was given the chance to share I couldn't imagine myself I was choking um for every word that I say and it was looking back it was horrible it was it was really shameful anyway so there so last August my friend and I decided to check in um, to um, Philippine mental health um, here in Quezon City and because of of the surge of of suicide um from the recent years um starting 20 about 20 2000 and no 2018 onwards um i heard a lot of 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 individuals jumping you know to their deaths um at BGC in Taguig City and I, I used to work there and it was disturbing no I didn't see the accident no I didn't see the tragedy but hearing um, those the, the, the tragedy of, of knowing that 
someone would commit to themselves to jump over the balcony to 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 end their lives and i thought of myself and i asked myself am i suicidal and i'm not sure i really don't know the answer so when we were in in the in the mental health um, center already inside we were waiting for our turn and um, we were given a questionnaire a long one basically to talk about um, our lives so starting from as a child until you start studying and start interacting with playmates with classmates and um, later on your extracurricular activities um, at school and then probably in college what were the clubs the organizations that you were into if you have none um, if you have friends and who were your friends um, what were they doing what are you doing um, the background of, of, of my parents, of my siblings, of basically my, my, my relatives. And then how was I as a child, as a teenager, as an adult? And how did I interact with people at work, in school, um, basically outside? And from there, that's the, um, that was the moment when the correct me if I'm wrong um, the after the psychiatric assessment um, I was asked to um, to have an initial um, therapy with their um, head um, psychologist and she mentioned uh, my 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 she diagnosed um she gave me that uh, i was diagnosed um, with anxiety suffering in ptsd and i was confused and i didn't feel anything when i ended our discussion it it is somehow um a given to me it's as if i just needed a confirmation because um during that time as there have been a lot of of posts on social media about anxiety and depression and um learning the vernacular well the english um language there is such a thing as as degrees of of emotions and as a logical person i believe that i cannot just qualify myself as depressed if i am just um ex um basically disappointed or maybe sad extremely sad so meaning maybe um, 
frustrated or I I was I don't feel um, I am heard so there are a lot of other English words that may address a feeling or a certain emotion so say if you're happy you're happy or joyful or ecstatic or excited but it doesn't mean that all the while you are um what's this you are um, uh, what's the extreme word for happiness maybe um, blissful there so there's a the, the terms depression and anxiety were freely posted everywhere that it felt like I have to 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 to, to make or to to stop it because to me it isn't healthy especially um, for those who are really suffering and it is quite selfish to even tell yourself as such if you are not clinically diagnosed moving forward so from then on i was given a medication um i wouldn't say it but it's an antidepressant it started with the the least milligrams um so and and i will self evaluate my uh yeah self-evaluate and even ask my my family or my immediate um group if there will be changes in 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 my reactions to certain things certain situations certain um scenarios or people well basically um there is a delay um, to my reactions after a while and somehow it helped me think before I speak and but somehow it um, slowed down my process my thinking process my my yeah my thought process and I'm not sure if I am grateful for it given that, I'm used to rushing things. I'm used to um, taking actions uh, promptly because um, in my entire career as a banker and uh, most of most of what I did um, are in operations, in compliance, in business processes. I needed to um, react uh, on a deadline so if if you answered beyond the deadline then it's already late it's considered late and so um, <clears throat> it was a worry for me and so so the question is what were um, I, I would like to share how did um, how was it that I was diagnosed 
as um, an individual suffering with anxiety and PTSD. So, um, PTSD <clears throat> happened during the July 2007. Uh, it was the night of July 7 or July 8, 20, 2007. And I think it was 2005. I'm not sure. But when during my... Um, it was my first job and I had a party and I asked my dad to fetch me, to pick me up um, at, um, at Torrieta 4. And... It was already about 12.30 in uh, morning. So, when we reached the last corner um, from just minutes away from our house, um, it was like a scene um, where our car was cut by... I, I, I always mention it was a pickup truck and then um, two men with Armalite came out pointing towards us and asking us to um, to alight the, the car and my dad and I were nervous that I my my my, my bag was cut off the the handle below the passenger seat and um, so I wasn't able to throw it away or whatnot I, I wasn't thinking anyway and then we were asked to to ride at the back the back seat um, with our hands tucked in our pockets with our eyes closed and three men um, rode with us the driver uh, the passenger in front and then the passenger a passenger beside my dad and I was at the extreme right so my dad was in the middle another passenger on the left and that passenger was aiming uh, uh, um, the light, the nozzle at my, my dad's um, chest and it felt like forever because maybe after an hour and a half um i thought we were we will be taken up north um as as where we dropped we were picked up we were carjacked um it was in Quezon city and <clears throat> there are a lot of exit points in Quezon City and one of the major exit points is going to Bulacan, Pampanga um, I don't know and all I know is um, there's that wide road of, of, of rice um, plains that they can just throw us out uh, our dead bodies so that was my thought and 
we I, I was asked of my pin number of my ATM and my dad's um my my dad's wallet um and we even stopped at a gasoline station and we were asked to to keep our heads down and I I I kept my eyes closed because they said that if we ever opened our eyes and someone sees us they will blow our heads off that was the 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 statement and so fast forward after an hour and a half it felt like hours um when they suddenly decided to let us go they said that just keep on running don't look back or else we will um um gun you down so i was already thinking how to die if i i i look back and see my perpetrators so that before i die i know who killed me or i don't know <laughs> i was more concerned of how will i look um, during my wake if i look like um my face our faces would be um covered in bruises and gunshot wounds because you know um because we will be gunned down um because of we were so nervous we kept on running and my dad even lost one slipper and from Quezon City we were dropped off in Pasay and sure enough they probably headed out to Cavite somewhere there or even Manila I don't know but anyway um our car wasn't retrieved during those days I think it now I I, I thought of it it's 2005 um there is already an ongoing you know investigation of continued um, carjack or carnapping incidents um, in Metro Manila and we were just one of the unfortunate ones um, so there and I, I called my my we 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 walked towards the barangay hall or or what do you call that uh, uh a county in english i don't know um we called home my mom is in cebu or davao and she flew all the way back the day after when she heard about it and she was supposed to stay there over the weekend but she did not because of what happened and my sister was crying when we got here we even asked for a hundred pesos just so from the carjackers and mind you the carjackers don't have any masks on so i wouldn't share or i wouldn't 
but yeah, I wouldn't share here uh, my my what my gut tells me. But anyway, um, it took days. Um, now as I share it, I I am shaking, and I remember during the first days that what my dad and I did was um, rode towards that street and the first thing happened was I froze. I couldn't breathe. And um, good thing my sister was um, calming me down because I was panicking and I was my eyes were going back and forth and it felt like um, I'm gonna die so there fortunately my dad um, didn't I think my dad would need one soon but he didn't he didn't take any um, counseling so we didn't take any counseling after that because I went back to my work that Monday and the first call that I received, because I was taking calls inbound, um, and I heard this voice that is too familiar that I thought it was the one of the suspects. I froze before I, I maybe a minute after, then I reacted and continued with my spiel so that was my PTSD um, moment the anxiety is a build up of my childhood experiences from my family um, and that is already too personal I guess and somehow it is still undergo um, I'm still undergoing it fast forward I am taking the optimal dosage, meaning the maximum dosage for my antidepressant. And okay, what's the reaction is I'm more of a not say downer, but yeah, I'm more of a contemplative type of person already reflective type of person and there's a lot of thoughts that's why I created this podcast because instead of blogging I wanted to share it um, as it is and sometimes well most of the times since my laptop um, sometimes when your brain is faster than your computer then for sure <laughs> you will lose the, your train of thought <laughs> and that is why I decided to take um, to, to do a podcast so there um, <clears throat> so every 10th of October is World Mental Health Day and I dedicate this episode not for the not for the individuals. I mean, thank you to the individuals who took 
the initiative of the hashtag 25 um, push-ups for 25 days as um, an awareness campaign for PTSD and anxiety and depression. However, it didn't do anything. The impact that I'm after is try to look at your neighbor your brother, your sister, your parents, or your kids. And notice those who are silent. Those who decided to keep their mouth shut or those who decided to 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 refrain from going out and make friends sometimes those people who do not speak their through their truth are the ones who needs our attention more and not those who are actively posting on social media so I guess that wraps up my episode for tonight and I hope you learned something from it thank you and have a good night I am Alan Enriquez and you just heard another Ray of Light episode You can follow Ray of Light on Instagram. If you haven't, subscribe, rate, and follow me on Anchor FM. Happy listening!